right, gang. It's Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. In this episode, we're diving into another one of our core manifesto perspectives. Wise knows that life is not a zero-sum game. So that ought to be fun. Um, but as always, you know, we'll apply a bit of roguishness to the topic through some current events that we'll share a little bit there, a little call out, offer some wise ways to apply the wise, and as always, we'll share a mystic Mac nugget. So there we go. So it's strap-in time, rogers. Here we go. And hey, Stu, how hey. you doing, man? How you doing? Good to see you once again. Yes, yes, yes. It's now, hey, everybody, I, there, there needs to be a little shout out here, okay, before we get this thing started. Stu has a birthday this week. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, man. So, we all, <laughs> yeah, we all need to just send you positive vibes on all of that. You're vertical for another year. That's a good thing. That's so, any, uh, yep. Above ground is good at any point in time. <laughs> yeah. So, this, so my birthday will be on the day we re that we release this episode. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, uh, be thinking of Stu when you listen Thank to Thank you. Thank you, Mac. So, let yeah, me man. just say namaste to all of you beautifully exotic cocktails and <laughs> cheers to all you rogers out there. And, Mac, check this out. Yeah. We have some new listeners in Canada, eh? Oh. <laughs> Which I know, I know you're going to like being a big hockey fan. <laughs> eh? Yeah, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, all you Canadians. Yes, absolutely, from north of the border, without a doubt. Okay, so yeah, man, the thing's growing. It's amazing. Like, I continue to be just totally amazed by it, and, and we're blessed, and we're, we're gifted, and we, we, get as, we get as much out of the encouragement that we get from all of you and feedback as anything, you know, so we're, we're, we're just so thankful if we can make a difference on your end and you share that with us. It's really, really good encouragement to us. So, um, so yeah, man, growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the globe. Yeah, we for go. sure. And we, we love hearing from all you people out there. So please contact yeah. us. Yeah. So we got the contact info that'll, that'll be in the notes. Uh, and it's also on the website. So, so with that, man, let's just dive in. Let's just, just, let's, let's go. Bro. Here we go. Um, and we're talking about this whole idea of life is a, not a zero-sum game. So I think the first thing we, we throw out there is that we tend to even use the connotation that life is a game. Right. That the minute we give it that sort of moniker, that, that we perspective, that now all of a sudden when you have a game, you typically have somebody that wins the game and somebody that loses the game. Mm -hmm. Now, in a board game or in a sporting event or whatever it might be, this is the way it's designed. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And we're going to say that up front as we kind of go through this, that you know, competition and winning and losing, that's part, of, that's part of life. And we're not talking about eliminating any of that, right? But when we look at life as a game, and now we start to look at other people in terms of am I winning versus them or losing – and do other people lose at my expense of winning? Now, now we've gone to a different place. You know, now, now it now it it broadens the perspective relationally that it's 
it's way more mechanical. Now, now it's about the checklist. Now it's about the goal setting. Now it's about the pursuit. Now it's about all those laser focused things that we've been taught that we, that we need to have in order to be a success. And, and, and I'm not saying that those things don't assist and help. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that our life, we live life so mechanically that we get up and we live by the checklist that all the organic part of life just gets left to the, to the wayside. And in my opinion, in our opinion, Stu and I, as we lived life, you know, for a long, long time, that organic part of life, uh, you, you start leaving that out of the equation and you've really, it's, it's unfortunate because life I did that be- for a long time, Mac, just. Yeah, I, you you know me. I've talked about this in other episodes. I was a checklist guy for many, many, many years. So, and uh, I missed out on a lot of life because of working towards getting those checklists done. Yeah, all those bullet points. Well, it, we we just get obsessed with it. We we're not we don't we don't put it in this proper mix. Is what the problem is. It's not that we throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's just we get we get out of sync. We just get. We, we get tunnel visioned. We just, we lose a sense of ourself when, when we start to go there, you know? So as we're playing the game of life, we just need to be careful that it doesn't become all mechanical and not organic. Start with that. And then you can work on the mix. You know, everybody has to find their own mix in that, but it, it, more than zero on the organic side, as we'll say all the time. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Right. Okay. So, Here's another thing, you know, that we used to say a lot. I don't know if I haven't heard it too much anymore, but um, it's this idea that he who dies with the most toys wins. <laughs> Again, what does that say about the pursuit in life? It's the accumulation of things that becomes how to win. Right. And I'm not saying that having things is bad. I'm just saying when they have you and that's what life's about is pursuing the things then other stuff gets lost. That's, that's all. I mean, just understand there's a trade-off in everything. And our encouragement is that you can't leave the stardust out. Don't leave the stardust out, gang. You'll miss out on so much. It, it's, just, it's so cool, you know? Um, so with that, you know, we, but we have, a, we have a culture that's winning and losing is inbred in our culture. And we're, and we're big sports enthusiasts, not just in America, but around the world, of course. And so, again, winning and losing comes along with that. That's understandable. And I think we approach uh, everything in life in this way. It, we've just been uh, trained in our, you know, in our lifetime to look at winning and losing with whatever it is. I mean, it, it, not just sports. Right. right? It, right. Could be, it could be work, you know, a job, employment could be at school, right? Am oh, I good. number one in my class? Right. Uh, <laughs> Am I yes. the valedictorian? Am I win- did I win that? I mean, it, it, we just, we tend to, our minds tend to go there. Not, and not just us. It's our, it's just our society. This is where, yes. where we have pushed everyone to be thinking. Uh, is in this it, way. It, don't, don't get us wrong in this. We're not saying achievement is bad. We're not saying a sense of accomplishment is bad, right? No. Not at all. But again, we tend to take things to the extremes if we're not careful. Right. And that's just a heads up in, in this episode that we're going to kind of just give you some 
little red flags, little, uh-oh, have you thought about that? Oh, do you, do you run it through that grid? Hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's the aha moments that we're talking about here, right? So, again, it's built in into us. And one of the ways that I can remember it getting built in, say, to me or my children or my grandchildren is as we play the board game Life. Yeah, I, I remember that game. What fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing that most people that are listening to this podcast have probably played that game because it's been around. I didn't realize this, but it's been around since 1861. Wow. Yeah. It was called a different thing at that point, but it's evolved ever, you know, since then. Uh, Wait, Matt, hasn't the game of life been around since year <laughs> zero? <laughs> Great point, Stu. You know, gee, I wonder who invented that one, right? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Take it out of the box. Let's see. What do we have here? Oh, we had a human. Oh, okay. How about that? Oh, I love it, man. I love it. This is true. But this is so what, a, what a great example of what we're talking about. Because yeah. think about playing the game of life. Like when you were playing, Matt, like what was your goal in playing that game? Yeah, it's, it's accumulate the most stuff. Right, accumulate the most stuff. And that could be, yeah, it could be stuff. It could be homes. It could be money. Well, at the end of the day, career. we're converted to the money, you know? So right. it's, you know, it's how much money do I have versus how much money do you have, all right? Right. Now, the funny thing about that game is, and this is a little twist in the game if you ever picked up on it, it isn't about getting to the place at the end first. See, mm. that's not, yeah. you don't win necessarily just by getting there first. Mm -hmm. It's a little twist on it that says it doesn't matter if you get there first. It's who has the most stuff that matters, you know? And so it's just, you know, again, we tend to think I've done several training exercises in the past where you never have to tell people, you, they assume that it's a race. When in fact, many times we would do these trainings and it had nothing to do with who got done first. Right. It was all about who worked with the other people in their group together better, you know? But the, mm -hmm. the, the common assumption a lot of times in those simulations is, well, this is a race. I got to go faster than the other one. You know, <laughs> and, and it's quite eye opening to them when you finally say, OK, let's debrief. OK, and because the, they're feeling all the whatever the team was, they got there first. OK, that's <laughs> feeling pretty good about themselves. But right. a lot of times they get their bubble popped in that whole deal, you know, uh, so. You know, I thought about this, too, when you're playing that life um, game. What about if you keep the same career, even if you get a chance to swap with somebody that's making more than you because you just like that career? <laughs> yeah, how many people do that these days? <laughs> we don't take our kids to play the game that way, do we? Right. You no, know, I'm good. I like being a teacher. It's okay. I don't want to be a lawyer. Right. I don't want that lifestyle. Okay, I get, you get a better paycheck. I get it. But no, I don't want to do that. You know, we just don't, that, that just doesn't get baked into the possibilities, right? It just, <laughs> we just don't think that way. I'm just wondering, well, I, I know, I guess I'm not, but, and I understand why not, but I think it's unfortunate that the game doesn't include helping each other out. Mm. Recognizing yeah. it. I mean, it, it's all well and good to be around the playing around the game and somebody goes bankrupt and somebody else just goes, here, here's, here's some money. Just keep playing. I want you to stay in the game. That 
that's amazing if somebody were to do that, all right? I think I see a new board game called Life, A Wise Guy's Adventure. <laughs> Together is better. <laughs> Together is better. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Here it goes. Well, speaking, speaking of that, like in, um, instead of a game, how about an adventure, right? Mm, exactly. Oh, I love that. Yes. Now, I, uh, what's interesting is, um, you know me, I love movies. I get a lot of information out of movies. And there's a, there's a movie I, I watched recently. It's a little bit older. It's called Ready Player One. And it's basically set in the future. And you'll, you'll find this interesting, Mac. Much of humanity uses a virtual world that they call Oasis to escape the real world. <laughs> so they literally are in like virtual reality, escaping what's really going on around them. Oh boy. And what's interesting is there's like one guy who owns this virtual world and he's put it up um, for a, a user, a player of the game to be able to win the entire thing and take control of it by putting clues in the game. Well, there's this, what's interesting is you would think as you're going through this to, to, to win these clues, right? That you would have to win games within the game. Right to get like certain items. Normal. That's normal. Yeah. Well, one of the the very last clue to get to to be able to get access to be the owner of this game. If you win the game, now check this out, Mac. If you win the game, you lose. (laughs) There's a setup. The whole point in that game was, and, and 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 what's cool about it is the game was called Adventure. Right. <laughs> so winning it just involves you playing the game, just, just embarking on an adventure. How beautiful. Where a hidden item presents itself. It's called an Easter egg in the gaming world for those of you out there that are gamers. Mm-hmm. And once you find this Easter egg, you move on. You've won, but you haven't like officially like won the game. Like you didn't score the most points. Yeah. Right? Wow. So I just thought, when I saw that and when I was looking at what we we're going to be talking about today, I was like, wow, that is like exactly what we're talking about. Oh, I love it. Just play the game. The, the way you it win is by playing. I yes. love that. Drop, let's drop the mic right there. Boom. Okay. <laughs> uh, and not only playing, but learning to play in a sandbox with others better. Yes, uh, absolutely. You know? That's, I mean, that's critical to what we're talking about. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Uh, analogy there to, to life for sure because because you see i think life is better when we have ahas as well as rah-rahs right <laughs> yeah it, 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 it's one thing to be in the rah-rah mode i did it check off i accomplished great sales i did this i'm a top i did and, and again achievement is fine but but when that doesn't come with any aha moments any ponder points any wait, there's something going on here bigger than me. Wait a minute here. I'm not the center of the universe, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, there's just something lost in that is all we're trying to say in this episode. Don't miss it. It's there. You can have it, you know? Uh, so it's it's beautiful. But I do think, you know, there's ways that we have been able to weave some of this. You don't have to, you know, be the vanquished all the time and you don't have to have somebody lose at somebody else's expense of winning zero sum as we started out with that in order for me to win 
you have to get nothing. You have to lose like a poker game. Right? That's a zero-sum game where you play a hand of right. poker and right. either you get the pot or you get nothing. Okay? Right. It, that's zero-sum. But one of the reasons why I love hockey so much, ice hockey now, okay, um, and, and that's because hockey, the sport has sort of – accommodated that a little bit. They have what are called overtime wins and overtime losses. And mm -hmm. so at the end of regulation, for those of you that aren't hockey fans, at the end of regulation play, three periods, if you're tied, both teams automatically get a point at that point. They get a point, both of okay. them. Then you go into overtime and somebody ultimately ends up with one more point than the other one, right? So, so right. yes, yeah, somebody wins the game. One team will win the game. But the, the effort of the team that tied after regulation is still recognized. It's still acknowledged and it's still rewarded. And I, I, I just love that little component about hockey. I don't know. I just I think it's a cool little weave into life that – even if I, I'm, you know, I win at whatever that defines as, I can be a gracious winner in it, and I can, you know, I, I can see the bigger picture than just the W or just the L, right? So let's play with that a little bit here, man. You know, okay, let's just yeah. play around with that a little bit, and um, I, I was uh, I was poking around, uh, you know, the other day and. Uh, I came across this advertisement. So let's just listen to this. Okay. My fast is faster than your fast. My fast is faster. I got strong all day. Stronger. Quicker. Quicker than your quicker. I give you a head start. You underestimate my agility. My agility is the CEO of the United Global Agility Corporation. I break the backboard right now. My quick is quick. Quickity quick. My quick and my fast had a baby named Speedy. You're not that fast. My strong apologizes for making your strong look like cottage cheese. I apologize. Man, I hate cottage cheese. Hey, anybody got any batteries? My better. My better. My better. It's better than your better. You guys saw that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can, right? <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh. I know, that. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, there were so many great little phrases in there. No. My quick, quickity quick is quicker than your quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. You know, my... Wow. My speed and quickness, or my my quickness and whatever had a baby, and they called it speedy. I mean, it was you know. It's, I mean, but and we laugh at this, and it's fun, and it's great, and it's great advertising, and and I understand it, okay. But but this is just a fun example of how we can sort of adopt this sort of attitude about the other person, you know, and. Right. And again, this is the, 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 the ad is fun and all of that. I, I get all that. Okay. I, I just, the only reason we pl I played it as an example, just is just, just understand it's subtle, but it's there. It's there about, you know, you know, I'm better, 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 better. My you better know? is better than your better. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I got one upsmanship going on here all the time. And, and, and again, I, in balance and you know you might not even think anything of it when you listen to the ad or anything like that but it's all around us i guess is my point i just picked out one little example of you know what's interesting in that and in that phrase i just said my better is better than your better you still <laughs> have a, you still have a better <laughs> that's true you acknowledge right. that i have a better <laughs> and that that's good that's a positive that's a win you know if you're looking at 
it's like both of us win in that regard. Well, no, yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, I, I totally agree. Uh, and, and, but again, we have to, it, yes, and I think there were components of that ad that acknowledged that. Absolutely, it was pretty cool. It wasn't mm -hmm. demeaning. It wasn't shoving it down anybody's throat, right? Mm -hmm. But there was also a part of that 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 sort of rose to a level that almost said, you know, I'm I'm just better than you, man. Okay, right. You know? And it's not right. a long leap. It's not a long leap to say you lost to you're a loser. Ooh. See. Yeah. And that there's hurt. where we got to be so, so <laughs> yeah. careful when right. it comes to this kind of stuff, right? Um, and, 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 and left to our own device, if we're not careful, we tend to just default of mine's better, mine better, 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 better. You know, that because that's just, why do you think they did that ad? Because it, it resonates with people, okay? Right. <laughs> that's what advertising's all about, okay? But it's about better. It's not about together, it's just about me being better. You know, we have so much of this going on in the field out there right now. And I'm just going to use an, one more example from current events. There's tons of them just like this. So I don't want you to read anything into this about, you know, it, it's a political thing, but it's I'm not trying to make a case for the red or the blue or anything like that. I'm just giving an example of how Congresswoman, um, you know, Cortez, right, AOC, Right. And you've heard a lot about her. She's a, she'll be a sophomore congresswoman. And she was asked if she would seek common ground on legislation with moderate Republicans. And she didn't say yes. Instead, she said she plans to try helping Democratic Senate candidates in races, which we happen to have one going on in Georgia today. How about that? Uh, that have not yet been called. So we don't have to negotiate in that manner. Mm, wow. Now, don't pick on her specifically because she's certainly not alone in this kind of attitude, all right? It's pervasive on both sides of the aisle. I'm just giving you a very real example. And so now, we, what are the wise guys all about? The wise guys are about asking the whys. We, we love to ask the whys because it helps us get to the bottom of stuff way easier. And we can use discernment now with, with better information that we've run through a grid. And so here's the question. Why would she say that? It's a good question. Why? Mm -hmm. Right? It's obviously how she thinks and it's how she feels. Well, based on everything we've been discussing, yeah. she may be thinking that it's a way for her or her party to win. Yeah, right. If we're looking at, you know, if we're looking at winning and losing as we've been discussing. Yeah, well, see, see, here's the thing. Politics especially, but it's certainly not exclusive to politics, has become about the whole win and lose. If I, It's a zero-sum game. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to win in this thing, whatever we're talking about, whether it's all the way from an election on down to some legislation or whatever, then you got to lose. I mean, there's no there's no middle ground here, right? It's, it's, it's winner take all. Wouldn't it be nice, Mac, if we could find a way for both people, both groups to win? Stu, that's the point. That's exactly the point. Uh, it's not about this idea that, you know, everybody gets a medal because everybody's like a winner. All right. Uh, you know, that's a whole nother 
you know, rabbit trail to run and I don't want to go chase that squirrel. But the, the deal is this. She doesn't understand politics any differently. She's a sophomore congresswoman. Now, she comes to the table with certain bents and certain perspectives and you know, all of that from the left because that's who she is. Yes, that's all true. But the point is, say, unlike Joe Biden or unlike uh, Mitch McConnell or unlike any of those guys and gals that have been around for a really long time, okay, that have had to sit across the table and work stuff out with each other, actually govern, actually negotiate, actually legislate. She doesn't understand how that all works. It's, it, she doesn't have a grid to run it through. And all right. I'm saying is I, I'm using her as an example, not the example, okay? Because there's so many in Congress like her in that way. And then just think about us in life, how you've grown up, 20-somethings, 30-somethings. You know, have, have they really been taught have they really, does, 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 do colleges and high schools really teach them? And then does really real life really teach them how to work it out? And I do see some good examples of that I've seen recently. But in general, you know, we've created this culture that has to be, uh, you know, heads I win, tails you lose. Yeah. And, you know, if, we, if I bring this to um, our, all of our homes, right? Um, whether you have a spouse or a partner or a roommate or uh, and you may end up in in a fight with them or a debate. Right. So what a lot of people's goal is to win. I'm going to win this argument. <laughs> I'm going to win this fight. And, you know, my question is, do you really do you really win? And if so, what did that cost? What you? did that cost you? Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Because if I if you win. Your spot and you're looking at your spouse as the loser, right? They lost. Now what? Yep. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Great point. See, that's see, that's that's not having a long term perspective. That's not sowing seeds for the long term in relationships. That's so now thinking. That's so of the moment thinking. But it, but but the example you gave is so beautiful because it just goes across all kinds of, you know, situations and interpersonal reactions. So we've got to do it better, gang. We need, this podcast is about us together figuring out how to do it just a little bit better. We need to be better at this. And we can, and they can, and you can. Every, we can be better at this. Yes, we can. We have the capacity. We have the ability. It, it, it's just a matter of we have to cultivate it. We have to do the work. Well, and, you, and we need to have um, open minds. Yes. To get there, right? Well, and we've talked about the biases in, in one of our previous podcasts, right? So absolutely, you know, to be open-minded. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's that idea to even acknowledge that there might be some viable alternatives to this situation that I don't have to agree with them. And I don't have to think they're, they're necessarily the right ones, but, but there are viable ones. And there are possibilities outside of the, the mechanical way that we've approached life a lot of times, that we live in this place, that there's no wiggle room, there's no gray area, there's no acknowledgement that it's in the gray and that it's nebulous, that, and that's okay. You know, it's good. Uh, but one of our other uh, uh, manifesto points is that 
wise measures the winds, the, the effectiveness of the wind when you have it. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with having it. But it measures the effectiveness of it against faithfulness. Mm, yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Faithfulness in the relationship. Faithfulness to yourself. Faithfulness to a higher power if you believe in God or whatever it might be. That, you know, did that conversation, did that, whatever it was, the way I approached it, the way I navigated it. You know, can I say that even though I might be victorious in that, and again, that, that there might be anything wrong with that. Am I being faithful to, you know, to the bigger picture? You know, that it's just not about the W, you know? And I know you're a coach, Stu. You, I mean, this is stuff that you see in your your wrestlers. You've cultivated it for years and years and years in them. I know it. I hear the stories all the time. Absolutely. And and obviously in a sport, in any sport, you're going to have someone that wins and someone that loses. That's just the nature of athletics, right? For sure. And, and, that's, and that's the way it should be. Absolutely. But I got to tell you, I've been coaching a lot of years, over a decade now. And I've had wrestlers that are new that have gone a whole season, sometimes two, not winning one single match. <laughs> wow. So as a coach, I'm always looking for ways for there to be something that I can offer accolades on. I can give them a victory. So even if they don't get oh, enough points to it. win the match, I may pull them aside after and say, I am so proud of you. You just executed that move that I just taught you this past week in practice. And you and you were able to get in control of your opponent by doing that move. Congratulations, you know? And and I want them to feel good about that. Even though in the end the points didn't work out in their favor, they still had a victory. There's a mutual that. victory right there. And that mm -hmm. there it is. There's a great example. You know, we need to do that more. Whether it's in a sporting event, whether it's with our children, whether it's with our friends, with our spouse, uh, you know, we just need to say, "Good, good job, man! That was awesome. That insight was incredible. Wow, thank you, <laughs> thank you." So, you know, it it it's it's doable. We've just got done saying that this is all doable. You just need right. to get your antennas up and be sensitive to it, and then decide. What are some ways to start tweaking the equation a little bit in order to, quote, do it just a little bit better? And I know we can. And I, and I love that about all of us. It's, it's, it's the way we're made. It's the way we're hardwired, you know. So there you have it. There it is, the zero-sum game discussion. Thanks, Stu, man. It was just oh, so yeah. good, you know, as, as always. And we're going to end with the classic, what? Mystic. Mac Nugget. Mystic Mac Nugget. And I wanted to leave a little time at the end here to tell a little bit of a more of a story behind this. Typically, in most of our episodes, I'll just kind of lay it out there and maybe we'll make a couple little comments about it. But there's a story behind this Mystic Mac Nugget. And the story is this. <clears throat> uh, every year, I get a present, Christmas present, from my baby sister. <laughs> and she's so faithful with that has been for all the year. I mean, just since I can remember. And this year, no different. She sent me a book. Oh, yeah. Perfect for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She knows this, too. OK, yes. So I get this book. And of course, she takes the time to write a very beautiful 
encouragement, you know, in, in the front cover of it and all of that. But here's, here's what she said that really got me. She said, this book means a lot to me. And I wanted to share it with you. Wow. Now, see, now it goes beyond, oh, I think my brother might like that book. Let me just go send it to him because I think he'd enjoy it. Nuh-uh. This takes a whole nother level here that I got skin in the game in this book and I really like it and I want to share it with you. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Be uh, yes. It, it, it was a beautiful thing. And, you know, but here's the thing. We have a choice. I have a choice. We all have a choice when we when we get things like that. And here's our, our, our typical response. And I'm not, again, I'm, I'm just talking knee-jerk response. It's kind of like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Okay, great. Here's the response. Thank you. You might text the person. I text my sister and say, hey, thanks. I appreciate the book. Man, that's awesome. And there has been nothing wrong with that. Okay? Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, you should <laughs> do that. But take it one step further and put skin in the game yourself and say, well, man, if that book means that much to you, I'm going to do you the honor by reading it. Yes. And not only am I going to read it, but I'm going to let you know I read it and I'm going to let you know an example of how it encouraged me. And that's exactly what I did. I kind of got it after we like, she, uh, thanked her, this, that, and the other. I, I read like the first 10 pages, got a great little nugget out of it. And I texted her right away and said, okay, here's my nugget. Doot, doot, doot. And I put the quote in there and I said, I can, you know, I got my money's worth already. And I'm 10 pages in. <laughs> I mean, I'll bet you had the biggest smile on her face when well, she exactly. saw that. See, this takes us relationally to a whole nother level. So with all of that being said, I'm going to give you my Mystic Mag Nugget, and it's okay. from that book. Yes, Here yes. We go. Here it is. Everyone is a bit scared, but we are less scared together. Oh. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? It's and so you know, it said that the horse, because the book <laughs> is called The Boy, The Mole, M-O-L-E, The Fox and the Horse by Charlie <laughs> Maxey. Oh, that's great. Isn't it beautiful? I love yeah. it. That it is oh, better, wow. It's so true. Isn't it? it? It is so true. It is so true. So we're going to leave all of you Rogers with that, with this episode, gang. Let's do it together. And I'm sure the fact that we're going to be just a little less scared than we are. And with that, we're just going to tell you thanks so much. Spend the time together with you and for you to listen. And we'd love to hear from you. And uh, we will sign off and just look forward to chatting with you again next week. Appreciate it, Stu. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Okay, all of you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms, and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.